0: All right, so back to uh, the Himalayas. And one thought that I had was just in those tea houses, you would oftentimes see an older woman who was related to the the owners of the tea house, and she'd be sitting in on a bench in the tea room looking out at the windows, uh, or not looking out, but just sitting there with her prayer wheel. And they had these little prayer wheels on sticks, so that you'd hold a stick and then there'd be a wheel at the end, um, and it would kind of be perpendicular to the stick. So it sat on top of the stick, and there'd be like a metallic um, thin uh, sheet, you know, on the outside with the omnipodum prayer. And there'd oftentimes be a um, like a chain at the top of it with like a little medallion or something. And anyway, she would just sit there, and spin this thing just for hours <laughs> so you she'd be getting a lot of omnipodnum prayers in there and just sitting there literally praying the um uh, the afternoon away um just kind of slowly rotating this thing yeah not something you see in uh Cupertino all right april 24th 2004 Cold, dreary morning day for most of the walking from Chuklum to Penboche. It snowed all night and morning, so we um, bagged Island Lake Base Camp and headed down. Wouldn't have been able to see any of the mountains. The first part of the walk was beautiful uh, through all of the fresh snow. saw this huge bird that I actually thought was a heron. It was an eagle. I watched it soar for a minute or two. Huge wingspan, bigger than any eagle I've ever seen. At Pemboche, walked up a hill through a hailstorm to a Buddhist temple. They opened the inside for me. Very cool. I could see the um, lit candles and uh, uh, a gong on each side of the room. And uh, the leather um, hundreds of rolled, up, oh and hundreds um, of rolled-up books in cubby holes in the back wall. Then it snowed a few more inches. Walking back to the town had a great view of the 20 or so connected yak fields, holding pens separated by low rock walls and filled with fresh white snow. Sitting in the tea room, a few interesting Brits to talk with, a girl and two guys in their 50s, who just arrived from Everest Base Camp. They had spent five weeks there and got to Camp 2 before they bailed today. They both had regular sunglasses with masking tape rigged to block out the sun. Talk about amateurs, and they are not in any kind of shape. Totally ridiculous. People are crazy animals. They have no place near that mountain, and yet they try. That's how a lot of great human feats are accomplished, I am certain. But that is how a lot of people die as well. April 25th and April 26th. Had a really enjoyable evening talking with all the folks in the tea house. The girl, Becky, the father and son I met um, on Kalapatar norman and dave the dentist with perfectly straight white teeth from denver and the two english climbers simon and mark had no place on everest but they were laughing at themselves oh and the two guys from the greek climbing team would be the first for the greeks the next morning woke up to a winter wonderland it continued snowing through the night we walked all the way back to Namchi. the rhododendrons were really in bloom and beautiful They were spread through the forest. Some up higher were caked in snow. Red, pink, and even white. From a distance, the red looked like Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. I was getting hungry just from the view. We really descended a lot. Uh, We really descended a lot. And I felt uh, strong with the additional oxygen. We had some pretty big hills, and I felt much stronger. Took our time getting to Namche. Watched five of those huge eagles soaring. I actually felt sad to leave the realm of the big mountains. Namche felt like home and felt tropical. Um, back at Amidablam uh, guest house. Ran into the Canadians, Mike and Randy. Had dinner and a glass of wine with them at their hotel. Uh, the Kumbu Lodge. Um, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter stayed there. Uh, we went to the local bar for some beers, ran into the Brits, Simon and Mark. We had a great time playing pool for hours. No one was there. This place was like um, the bar in later's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Music sounded great after 14 days without. Listened to Leonard Skinnerd and Carlos Santana. Left at 10 p.m. and tried to get in uh, the Almond de Blom. Uh, the front door was bolted shut and it was raining I banged away for 10 minutes and the bastards wouldn't come to the door it is 3 stories but they had to have heard me I was really loud a tent was in the front yard and he was bitching I told him to fuck off in not so many words (laughs) a big yak came from around the corner to keep me company I know they won't let me in either I went to the Kumbu Lodge to see Mike and Randy banging on the door as well. They tried to break into the room, but no luck. I went back to the bar and got someone to open the door. All three of us ended up spending the night at the bar. We slept on a long bench against the wall with blankets and pillows. It was comfy. The guy even tucked us in. (laughs) Poor Mike got sick. He puked on the floor right beside the bench about five times. He blew huge amounts, <laughs> and then some serious dry heaves followed. <laughs> he got a, he kept apologizing to Randy and me. Hey, I'm just glad it wasn't me. Must have been something he ate. Since we ate at the same place, I expected I'd be next. But no worries. The next day, the old man at the lodge said there is a curfew because of the Maoists, and there was a robbery a few weeks ago. What about? tourists dying of exposure <laughs> fucker went for a walk above town today and bought more scarves and hats had coffee with randy at Alma de blom, at Alma de blom now the guides and family are watching tv the grandma is in the corner with her handheld um, Omnipodnum something or another. She just turns it religiously. Each time it turns, the prayer is invoked. It helps you achieve absolute truth. If you do it enough, I think it puts you in a stupor. <laughs> um, she just turns it religiously. Uh, something about beads, I don't know. Uh, she spends about half the day doing this. It is a nice hand held device, wood and silver. It's been a great trip. What can you say about the Himalayas? Wow. They are wondrous, magic, stunningly beautiful. The tea houses were a trip. Monuments to plywood, plywood palaces. The food wasn't so good. Lots of rice and potatoes. No meat or fruit. Lots of eggs mixed in with rice potatoes. Cold nights. Lots of time to sit around. Altitude was interesting, uh, but handled it well. My left knee did cause extra effort. With two strong legs, I think I could climb Everest. But the altitude is the wild card. 29,000 feet is different than 18,400. I decided it should only be climbed by serious mountaineers, not me. Unfortunately, lots of hacks climb. Seems disrespectful. The mountain is truly awesome, and it was a thrill to see it from up close. Lots of yak trains. They seem sociable. Lots of Sherpas carrying loads, big baskets with straps on their foreheads, and walking sticks that double as instant seats for breaks on the trail. Waking up in the night, gasping for air. Lots of milk, tea, and tomato soup with egg drop. The Sherpas all look alike. A lot of interbreeding. Saw Amadablom, Makalu, Lhotse, Noopsi, Tamserku, Choyo, uh, Chomaste, Pamir, and Everest. Trekked in five valleys across two glaciers. Met many interesting people. The Spaniards. uh, Gaston and the other guy. Love the Spanish. Don't take life too seriously. And two climber girls at Gokyo. Mike and Randy the Canadians. Greg from Auburn University at Namchi. Uh, Nigel my my Lobache Gorek Shep roommate Donald and Dave Donald and Dave and his friends the Basque diabetes climber at uh, Lobache Nopa the Swiss guide who's climbed uh, 11 of the 14,000 um, of the fourteen eight thousand 8,000 meter peaks the woman and son who worked for Dick Bass. The Brits, Simon and Mark. Norman and Dave, the Denver dentist. Jim and Christy of the of the sewer covers. Bay Area and also from UCLA. I think that's it for closing thoughts. Down to Lukla tomorrow to catch an early flight. Oh, squatting to do you know what. <laughs> April 27th through April 30th. Six and a half hours from Namchi to Lukla. Uh, Bought lots of yak scarves and hats in Namchi for the family. Spent the 28th waiting to get in a plane. Sucked. I hate to wait. Also couldn't understand the process from the owner of the lodge who was handling my tickets. That is really why it sucked. Um, Got out on the 29th and have had a whirlwind day. And, and a half, getting ready for Tibet. I leave tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. Next adventure. So something I remembered, I need to correct the record, I don't know why it's that important, but I listed, I said something about, I think, Lobache, where I stayed in the in the Nice, nice Hostel before Everest Base Camp. That actually wasn't the last stop. Um, there was one more base camp, anyway, just for the record. But... Um, yeah the himalayas were were great and this this part that i just read from was basically the way down so we got to that um hut our uh, tea tea house that was um below island peak base camp and um it was so um cloudy and foggy and everything we we just bailed on that but it was so pretty for the next three or four days because it snowed a couple days and um that was just really pretty, and I stayed at this tea house at the foot of Alma de Blom, and at, where I went to that um, uh, boot, that temple, uh, and and the Kansha and I walked up there, and they let us in, and that was really cool because it was just like the two of us, and um, I can't remember if there were any monks there. I think there were, but you know, it's just like just like such a magical place in the middle of the Himalayas, and. You know, you're the only ones there and um, it's snowing all around you and you look down at these terraced um, kind of hills or not hills, um, uh, fields, you know, they're marked off with rock and they're kind of different levels and so they're all, um, I don't know, it's just pretty with the snow and you could see the yaks and everything. And then we um, descended from there and you did go through these beautiful rhododendron um Forests. then they were sprinkled in with the pine trees and they and they were these really red um you know did kind of remind you of Captain Crunchberries, but they had other colors too, like white, and seeing the eagles was really cool, I mean they're really big huge wings wingspans, these himalayan eagles and um Getting back into Namche was that that um experience of um well, first of all, when we got to that bar, it was really fun because there's all those people that I'd saw you know I met Randy and Mike and then those British guys and um and they had a pool table and they played music and um there was a uh Carlos Santana live from like Chile or something, and i 'm not a big Carlos Santana fan, but Music sounded so good to your ears; you could almost like taste it. It was it was an interesting experience to how good it sounded. And then we all got locked out of our um, our lodges because they had curfew and they wouldn't open the door for anyone. And they had to have heard me. It's just that ridiculous that no one could go down and open the damn door. But we all ended up. Mike, Randy, and I ended up figuring out to go back to that bar, and that's where we slept. <laughs> So that was pretty interesting. Um and then getting out of Lukla, you know, I remember walking down to Lucla through the villages and and um turning the big prayer wheels that were more like upside upside down barrels with different colors, but still the prayers, you know, printed or engraved omnipodnum, you know, we pull and you'd uh you turn those. And anyway, then I kind of got stuck in Lukla because I don't know why actually, but I remember at the airport at Lukla, you know, quote unquote airport, it's just literally this, um, you know, very small runway that goes down the hill and drops. Then there's a huge drop off on a cliff. They had, they had sandbags, um, with guys with machine guns, army protecting you from the Maoists. So that was kind of interesting, but yeah. Um, I'm glad I made it back on that flight. I was really nervous sitting there for a day just waiting. And um you know, just I watched all the planes take off and it was a trip watching them gun it down that runway and they all kind of drop as they go off the cliff and then they then they kind of rise up from there and scared scared me to death. But anyway, we made it too and um uh, lived to tell about it. So, now to my next adventure, Tibet.